What is up, fam? We are back with another episode of the Mind Over Macros podcast. As always, I am your host, Mike Milner. And man, I really need an intro. So I had an idea for an intro, but I'm pretty sure it's not exactly street legal. And like when I say that, I mean it's pretty illegal. But like what I wanted to do was basically pick a like an old school hip hop song or just pretty much whatever song I was feeling um, to go along with the mood that I was in at the time of recording. And that would be my intro music. But I don't think that I can use other people's songs on my podcast. So I need another idea for for an intro. So somebody think of something creative because I can't think of anything. Uh, and then hit me up and, and send me a DM and let me know what you got because I need I need some like some music or something to just, you know, come into the podcast and have like that staple intro that everybody recognizes. Um, but I kind of like the idea of switching it up a little bit and just picking a different song based off of my mood at the time. But I'm going to have to come up with something else. But anyway, before we get into the episode, I just want to shout out my sponsors or I'm going to say my future sponsors because I don't have any sponsors. But for my future sponsors, I appreciate you believing in me before anybody else and getting in early. Uh, So yeah, we're just going to get right into it. And today we are talking about the number one reason why you fail. Not you in particular, because if you are listening to my podcast, then you're already ahead of the game. But why most people fail, the number one reason. So that's going to be kind of our cliffhanger, and I'm going to set the stage a little bit, and then I'm going to get into the number one reason why most people fail. When I say fail, I'm talking about fail with their fitness goals or really just you know any goal in particular, like any goal for life, any goal for business, relationships, whatever it is. Um, it's kind of all connected anyway. So the most important thing when it comes to goals that is important to set to say first and foremost is that your goal is your goal. Don't let anybody else dictate your goal. If you have body comp goals, if you have muscle gain goals, if you have performance goals, if you have athletic goals, that is all up to you. A lot of people try and push their agenda onto others and it's most of the time to try and sell a product, but oftentimes, you know, other times it can be just people who have their own shit that they're dealing with and they're kind of projecting their own insecurities or, you know, they, they don't want to see somebody, you know, successful because it's like a, it's like a mirror. It's a reflection of what they're not doing. So you'll oftentimes have friends or family members who are like, you know, you're fine just the way you are. You shouldn't have that goal. You know, you're perfect, whatever. And I think that they mean well, but the reality is that your goal, it's, it's your body, it's your life, and it's your decision. Now, with that being said, once you have that goal, then we just have to, you know, think about the reality versus the expectation and make sure that those things are aligned. So I'm going to give you an example. If you have a goal of fat loss, but you're also drinking six beers every night, your expectations are not aligning with your reality. So then there needs to be, uh, you know, some some self discussion, some self reflection about what do I really want. But having you know any goal is valid, and then understanding that the more extreme your goal is, the more sacrifice you're going to need to make. So then it just becomes a choice. But having that awareness around, okay, here is what I want to accomplish. Let's say it's you know, to get to a, an extremely low level of body fat percentage, which is a an extreme goal. 
now you know that you're going to have to make more sacrifices than somebody who just wants general health and longevity. So for somebody who's trying to get to an extreme low, extremely low level of body fat percentage, they're going to have to sacrifice some nights out, some, you know, possibly some, you know, relationships. Like it's really hard to be in a relationship with somebody who is like constantly obsessing about what they're eating. They can't go out to dinner. They can't drink alcohol. Like there's all these things that they're so hyper-focused on a goal that they have to sacrifice other areas of life, um, which is, again, their decision. But also you have to realize if you're that person, you might be sacrificing something that's important to you. Um, And again, it just comes down to making that choice for yourself. But let's say that we have all of that in order and we're aware of that it's our goal. This is truly what we want to accomplish. And then we're also, you know, aligning our expectation with reality and we're aware of the sacrifices that we need to make to get there. The number one reason why people fail is because they focus solely on the outcome, which leads to them not being patient enough. And that's really the key is they focus on the end result. They're not patient enough. And that causes them to get frustrated and throw in the towel. And we're going to unpack that. But I just want to say that personally, I understand impatience. I am the least patient person I know. I'm actually, I'm going to say that I'm the second least patient person I know because my mom is definitely less patient than I am. But it improved a little bit generationally. So she is probably the most impatient person and I'm second. So I totally get that. And especially when it comes to something that you've been working hard at for a long time and you feel like you've been spinning your wheels or getting frustrated because you're not seeing the result that you want. And this is where we need to shift that focus because what most people do is they take an outcome-based goal. Like I want to lose 10 pounds or I want to build 10 pounds of muscle, or I want to improve my deadlift by 50 pounds, right? Those are all outcome-based goals. But the reality is that you have very little control over that exact outcome. So one example would be, let's say you want to make a million dollars and you know all the sacrifices, you know that you're going to have to work, you know, let's say a hundred hours a week and you're ready to do it. You're ready to to make that commitment. Uh, And let's say you do everything right and you land at, $900,000. You missed that goal. But was that really a failure? If we had just shifted the focus a little bit and made it about the daily actions that allow you to reach that outcome, now it's a total success. And that goes for every other example as well. If your goal is to lose 10 pounds, you can do everything right. And your body just decides that it's not ready to let go of that weight. And you could get frustrated by that because you're so focused on the outcome. If we shift that focus and we make it about the daily actions that impact the outcome, now we're on to something. And now that's actually sustainable long term because we can really start to prioritize things that fit within the the context of our lives. And that's going to be sustainable long term. So we're not just focusing on how do I lose 10 pounds if we just focus on the outcome. And let's say we get there, but we ignore some of those habits and those actions to get there we might just default back to some of our previous habits, which caused us to be away from our goal, if that makes sense. So basically, we want to just shift the focus from the end result to the actions and daily habits that will impact that result. So let's use the example of losing 10 pounds. What are the things that make a difference? 
We know that we have to take care of our nutrition. We know that we have to stay active. You know, we should probably be doing some form of resistance training, walking more, sleeping better, managing stress, you know, talking about things that will impact that 10 pound goal, but we're not just focused on the outcome. And we know that if we check those boxes every single day, then we're going to make progress. Regardless of what that progress looks like, it might just be that you feel better. It might just be that you have more energy or more confidence because, again, you could do everything right, and at that time, your body is just not ready. So rather than getting frustrated and just focusing on the outcome, you've now built sustainable habits that are going to be beneficial for the rest of your life. It's not just a, let me you know, get to this short-term fix. Like if I could, if I could give you that outcome right now, It really wouldn't do anything for you anyway. Let's take the million dollar example. Like there's a reason why people who win the lottery end up broke and unhappy because they didn't go through the process of knowing what to do with that money. So if I could snap my fingers and give you 10 pounds down right now, you didn't actually establish any behavioral or habitual or lifestyle changes that are going to make you um, keep that weight off and have long-term success. So even that just you know, being so focused on the outcome and getting it right away, like it doesn't do you any good. So we have to shift that focus onto the daily actions and the daily habits that that make a huge difference. Uh, that's that's the process that is the most challenging. And it, it is literally the number one reason why people fail because they don't stay patient enough because they're so focused on the end result that they ignore the process. Uh, and the process is everything. And, you know, yeah, obviously, I'm from Philadelphia, so as a Sixers fan, trust the process gets thrown around a lot around here. But the truth is that trusting the process is not really the right way to talk about this. Like, we want it to be a sustainable process, we want it to be an enjoyable process, and we want it to be something that, you know, is going to impact the rest of our lives. So that goal is maintainable after we achieve it. So that is really the way to look at the process. Can I do this for the rest of my life? What am I actually learning about myself in the process? Is this giving me the tools to be a better human after I reach this goal? Or even if I don't reach that goal, you know, so the way that I like to break it down is not to, uh, you know, completely remove all outcome-based goals, but let's make like 80% of our focused the habit-based goals, the daily actions and intentions. And then let's make the other 20% the outcome-based because we can still have a target, um, but we know that even you know we're going to take care of the stuff that matters. And if we don't quite get to that target, at least we know we did everything in our power to get there. So um, talking about habits, if anybody has not read the book Atomic Habits, it is fantastic and it will teach you so much about the way to set up those daily habits and intentions to, to make progress. But one of the things is being super specific. So when you're thinking about a daily habit that you you know want to you know check off every single day, the more specific, the better. So an example would be, let's say your goal is to lose 10 pounds of fat. And you know that one of the habits you need to create is three days of strength training per week. So you set that goal, three days of strength training per week. That's okay. Even better would be, I'm going to train Monday, Wednesday, Friday. That's a little bit better. Even better than that would be, I'm going to train Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 9 a.m. Even better than that would be, I'm going to train Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 9 a.m. after I make my kids breakfast. Like 
now we are getting super specific and we're attaching that habit to something else in the day that we already do. So it's like a trigger that basically is like, okay, kids' breakfast is made, habit triggered, go to the gym, strength train. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you know the exact time, you know the event that's happening before that, and that's going to you know just increase your level of success by tenfold by doing it that way. There's a ton of great information in that book if you haven't checked it out and you really want to dig into just the um, psychological side of things and some really practical takeaways about how to set up your habits. But I can tell you from years of experience and working with a ton of clients that number one, hands down, lack of patience and frustration by the end result, not moving, you know, not progressing towards that end result fast enough is absolutely the number one reason why people fail. They get frustrated. They don't see progress right away. I just had a, I just had somebody reach out to me today, literally today, who was like, I'm super frustrated. What I'm doing isn't working. And I started talking with her and she had been doing it for six days, six days. And I was like, what are we expecting to happen in six days? Like it's, and that's, it's nothing wrong with her. That is common. That is like what most people think is, all right, I'm, I'm doing this thing because I have this end goal that I want to get to. And I was the biggest, um, I was the biggest person that was, you know, that was something that I fell into myself. <laughs> and so basically it was like, what are we expecting to happen in that time? And what are we actually getting by trying to pull the bandaid off so quickly? We're not really learning anything. We're not really establishing any sort of environment for success. So let's break that down into what are you doing on a daily basis? And let's do those things consistently over time if they feel sustainable. And we know there are things that are going to progress you forward, regardless if you hit that goal or not. Again, that's kind of out of our control, but we can always control the daily actions and intentions um, to keep keep the big picture in mind and to keep thing in, things in perspective and to have success after we do check off that goal. So, you know, sometimes it's going to be like clockwork. You're going to hit those actions. You're going to hit the daily actions and habits. You're going to check off that outcome-based goal that you had and then it's on to the next one. Like there's times where things work, but then you need to be able to sustain it and maintain it so that you don't backtrack. And, and that's the key where solidifying those those habits and solidifying those daily goals, that daily checklist is going to be so key. So I know it's cliche to be like, well, it's a lifestyle, but you know, it really is. And that's that's something that it has to be part of your everyday life. Otherwise, you're going to default back to what your previous habits were. Um, and I'm a big believer in that. We always default back to our habits. And so that's why 80% action-based goals, 20% outcome-based goals. If you keep that mindset and you keep that focused, I promise you, you will be successful. It's gonna, You're going to avoid a lot of frustration in the process. Um, and you're just going to set yourself up to being able to handle um, you know, that sustainability factor and that long-term success. So what I need for you guys to do is tell me if you agree with what I'm saying. I want to know your feedback. I want to hear from you guys. Shoot me a DM, uh, screenshot this, please, and tag me at coach underscore Mike underscore Milner. And while you are at it, get me a five-star rating and review on iTunes, please. I'm trying to help. I'm trying to make this show grow and so far solid feedback and I really appreciate it, but let's keep it going. So get me a five-star rating and review, share, tell your friends, and I appreciate you guys and I will talk to you next time.